1: It is your favorite hot mess, formerly known as Laurel Van Ness, Reclusa, Jada, and Almost Victorious, possibly Bushy Brenda, maybe Bald Betty, you'll never know. My name is Chelsea Motherfucking Green, and welcome to Green with Envy. So I have some updates for you guys, very, very important updates. One... Is the arm hair situation? I think I like it and I may keep doing it. The arm hair has grown in, not fully, because it's only been like a week or two, but it's growing in. It's looking kind of good and it's staying short. I'm going to have to give you another update in maybe a week or two, but I'm kind of feeling the nared arms. So, For now, I'm going to say I'm going to keep going with the nair, um, but we'll keep you updated on that. I'm sure you're all anxiously waiting on the edge of your chairs for me to tell you that. (laughs) But I have a more important update, actually. An OnlyFans update. First of all, my mom listened to um, the podcast last week, and shout out to my mom because she's going to listen to this week too. But she said that I should go with OnlyFans. And you guys really had me confused because you were super 50-50, split down the middle, OnlyFans and Patreon, which I didn't expect. I thought most of you would go OnlyFans. But actually, it wasn't really 50-50. It was more 60-40 for Patreon. So that really fucked with my head. But my mom votes OnlyFans. So, mom you win. Now, I don't know what I'm going to get in OnlyFans, but I feel like I am going to do it probably in the next few months. So stay tuned. But more importantly, on the OnlyFans update, ah, our voices were heard, you guys. They put out a statement and it read, thank you to everyone for making your voices heard. We have secured assurances necessary to support a de- diverse community and have suspended the planned October 1st policy change. OnlyFans stands for inclusion and we will continue to provide a home for all creators. Yay! Which means if you can't read between the fucking lines that they are not going ahead with the plan to kick off the sex workers or they were going to limit explicit content, which would mean sex workers would be out of work, which is so gross to kick off the people that you built your brand on the backs of. So gross. So I'm very glad that OnlyFans changed their mind. Um, Good for you guys. It only took pressure from the whole world, but that's okay. So that's sometimes what needs to be done. Okay. So as I was just recording this, my phone dinged and I looked down and it said, PayPal payment of $845 was taken out of my account. And I'm like, uh, what? Sorry, what? $845 motherfucking dollars, what? Obviously, I was thinking someone was breaking into my PayPal, but no, nobody was breaking in. I just forgot that I had auto payments on for my therapy. That's right. Therapy. So I think the $845 is for like, you know, three months worth of therapy or something. I don't know. But I thought I would talk to you guys a little bit about that shit. Therapy. I don't know. I feel like therapy is such a weird taboo topic that people don't really like to speak about. And, well, I do think that we're getting better uh, about being more open with therapy, Um, but it's still this weird thing that people pretend they don't do. Well, news fucking flash. I do. Most people do. And if you don't go to therapy, well, you probably fucking should. I don't care if you're the healthiest person in the world. You should have an unbiased opinion to help you out every once in a while. And no, your mother is not an unbiased opinion, okay? (laughs) But seriously, this year has been uh, the hardest of of my life. I don't know about yours, but definitely the hardest of my life mentally. Um, Obviously, COVID, which definitely affected everyone's mental health. I was fired from my dream job, affected my mental health a little bit. And I mean, to be honest, full transparency, cancel culture definitely affected my mental health. You'd think that me getting fired from my job was the catalyst of this anxiety that I had or my, the catalyst of my little bouts of depression and self-doubt and stuff. But the funny thing is, is that the more I explore My own mental health, and I kind of nurture it, and I take time for self care, which I'm going to get into. I realize that all of these like negative emotions and thoughts of self doubt are actually stemming from social media. And not just social media, stemming from, in particular, Twitter. Now, to be fair, I do not have read it, okay? But I think Twitter is the fucking worst place on earth. It is so toxic, so negative. It's full of bridge dwelling trolls. <laughs> and as much as I think I'm I'm unpenetrable, un, un, un unpenetrable unpenetrable. I don't fucking know the word. Is that even a word? I don't know. Anyway as much as I think that, you know, I'm like superwoman, I'm not like sticks and stones, maybe my bones, but actually words fucking hurt me much, much more. I think a lot of us uh, feel that way. <laughs> anyway, Twitter has, I don't know, definitely had it out for me since I've been fired. If I thought I couldn't get any lower, oh boy. Twitter was there to remind me that I'm actually a bigger piece of shit than I thought I was. (laughs) But really though, I mean, I found it interesting how Twitter just loves to dogpile. They love a good old witch hunt. You know, when one person is down, they fucking text their friends, and they grab their pitchforks, and they hop on that bandwagon, and they head to do some good old-fashioned trolling. (sighs) Look, I'm all for exposing someone for their wrongs, for sure. But I guess what I'm not okay with, and I think Twitter does this to the highest degree, is I'm not into providing a punishment for people that doesn't fit the crime you know what I mean? Like they want to Twitter, they they being Twitter, I I shouldn't lump everyone in, but I'm going to today. They on Twitter want to quote unquote cancel everyone. Everyone. In my opinion, (sighs) canceling someone on social media is basically the easiest way to react. Doesn't take much thought to fucking cancel someone. You know what I mean? You know what's hard? What is fucking hard is learning to forgive. What's hard is learning to listen. What's hard is standing up for something that you believe in and not jumping on the same train as everyone else. That's hard. So it's easy to join the rest of Twitterverse and cancel someone, but is it really the right thing to do? I don't know. I've experienced people trying to cancel me a few times now and honestly, Tiffany fucking Haddish said it best. Only God can cancel me. I'm, I'm re-quoting that for the rest of my life or until cancel culture is done. I don't let Twitter decide whether I'm canceled or not. And I'm sorry, fucking a-hole stands on Twitter. I will continue to live that way. Also, Look, I do love stands, but I love positive stands. And unfortunately, again, I'm lumping people together. There's a lot of negative stands out there. Anyway, I'm going to continue to live my life and not fucking let people cancel me. But that doesn't mean it doesn't affect me. Fuck, I can't tell you how many times I've cried over things I've seen on this platform. And I don't cry often, but when it's something to do with Twitter, I don't know why. It just affects me. The world of social media has gone from this make-believe world to like a very, very real world that affects our very real jobs and family and lives. It's, it's sad. So I need to take a breath there. I was, I'm getting all worked up. But I decided a couple of days ago to join in on a, webina- a webinar. Is that what it's called? Like a seminar, but on the web, a webinar for self care. And it was so good, you guys. If you think you don't have time to go to therapy, I get it. But you definitely have time for a virtual therapist or at least some of these webinars that are held with therapists. They are so helpful. Um, This one was giving us tips on dealing with anxiety and depression. And obviously for me, those feelings stem from you know, the things that I read daily on Twitter. So she was giving us some examples of self-care like maybe it's a workout, maybe it's eating a nice big meal, maybe it's taking a bath or running errands, going to the spa, stopping for coffee, hitting the driving range, whatever it is. When you feel those emotions come on, you need to take a step back, and like find some ways to take care of yourself, you know? Take care of your mental health. Look, I am no therapist, so I'm not gonna dive too deep into that, but if you guys get the chance to, you need to book a therapy session. Just carve out an hour of your day for some motherfucking self-care. Little therapy, maybe some, you know, pour some bubble bath in the tub and hop on in. Enjoy it, you guys deserve it. t-shirts, get your t-shirts. I am officially a free agent, which means you need your Chelsea green t-shirt because you never know where I'll pop up next. (laughs) Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, NWA, maybe Barstool Sports, you never know. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Chelsea Green has over 15 different designs to choose from. We are always updating my store and adding new designs, so keep checking back for the most up-to-date tees available. And bonus, we now have personalized video messages for order. So head on over and grab your T-shirt or your personalized video message today. Pro Wrestling dot com slash Chelsea Green Hot Mess Confess. Oh, boy. So Originally, I thought I'd tell you about the time that I did a wet t-shirt contest. But then one of my Twitter followers asked me about my favorite concert. And it kind of sparked a memory that I had suppressed deep, deep down in the depths of my memory. (laughs) Uh, Don't worry. For all you creeps wanting to hear about Wet Titty Wednesday, um, I will tell you about it next week. But let's bring it back to August 2009, my high school graduation year, class of 2009. I was living my, my best life. I was hot. I was tanned, ready to fucking party. Actually, speaking of tanned, I was absolutely a tanorexic because I worked at a tanning salon. Um, I think by this point, this was my Third or fourth tanning salon that I worked at, and the only one that I hadn't been (laughs) fired from. So, anyway, 19 year old me was fried to the crisp, going tanning every day like a lunatic. And one of those days, I was at work, and my good friend Andrew called me to tell me that he had got us tickets to a concert that night. The concert was, you guys, one of epic. Proportions, like insane lineup: Lil Wayne, Jeezy, Soldier Boy, and Drake. I was absolutely not saying no to a a once-in-a-lifetime concert. Not a chance. I was going no matter what I had to do. (laughs) Keep that in mind. No matter what I had to do. (laughs) So, I called my boss at the tanning salon, and I. I told her the situation. Well, okay. I did not tell her the situation. I told her a little white lie, okay? I said, I'm just having some family issues. Can I please shut the tanning salon down early? Well, obviously she said no (laughs) because, you know, she was running a business and 19-year-old me was trying to close her business down. So she said, no. And so I'm sitting at the front desk of this tanning salon and I'm fucking fuming. I'm trying to decide what to do because if I stay here any longer, I'm definitely going to miss this concert. And the drama queen, me, cannot fathom missing this concert. So I took about 10 minutes to decide what to do. And then I call back my friend, And I said, pack that car, baby. We're going to Lil Wayne. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I scribble on a little post-it note. Um, I think I put family emergency. Had to close early. Thank you in advance. You know, something nice and professional. Something along those lines. I stick that motherfucker on the front door of Siesta Sun or wherever it was And I lock that bad boy up and hit the road for the concert. Not a single ounce of regret. Uh, So I get to the concert a few hours later and I'm pre-drinking with my friends and um, like we're partying in the hotel and we get word that the concert has been canceled. Lil Wayne was not even in the fucking country. I'm pretty sure he was busted for like weed on his bus or something. Like nothing crazy, but he was not even in the country. So the concert was not fucking happening. And I was so upset, heartbroken. However, 19 year old me was not going to let that ruin my night. I was already partially drunk. So I decided to wander the streets of Vancouver and find me something to do. Oh boy. And did I ever. (laughs) Somehow, some way, don't ask me how, I ended up on a Lil Wayne tour bus. It was, so basically everyone from this concert got in to the country except Lil Wayne. So it was all his friends, all his backup dancers all the fucking minions, like whoever the fuck they were. It was everyone. I was on the bus. I was drinking Patron all night. I don't know, you guys. 19-year-old me was fearless. Drinking, dancing, eating watermelon. <laughs> I mean, that's all I really remember um, until I hopped off. Like I had a great time. I was there all night partying. Um, I hopped off. I walked my ass back to my hotel in downtown Vancouver. Anyways, that night ended up with me vomiting. Um, After obviously attempting to drink the entire bottle of Patrome to myself, um, I vomited so much that my permanent retainer cemented into the back of my teeth actually fell out of my mouth. So there I was. I shut down my tanning salon early for a canceled concert. And now I'm sitting on the ground having a conversation with a fucking toilet bowl. What a night, you guys. Not only did I lose my retainer, but I lost my job and a little bit of dignity. Shout out to Lil, Lil Wayne 2009 though, baby.
0: Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain.
1: Messy moment of the week. Okay. So this messy moment kind of exposes me, but fuck it. Full transparency, right? I feel like that's a catchphrase that I use on this podcast. Full transparency, right? So here it is. I get Botox. Shocker, right? <laughs> I mean, fuck, I'm 30 years old. So, yes. I get a little Botox here and there. Nothing crazy. I'm not over here trying to look like the goddamn real housewives, although actually I'd totally be okay with that. I'm not at all opposed to looking like them. But yes, I get a little, little prick every six months or so. And I love it. it makes me feel youthful and fresh. And also. <sighs> I used to have really expressive eyebrows. I mean, you guys have seen my face. It's very, very expressive. And Botox kind of calms that down a little bit, which I love. Anyway, it doesn't, you know, take it away. It just calms it down a little bit. So I support Botox. I support fillers. I support threads and plastic surgery. I don't really give a shit. Whatever floats your boat and makes you feel the most confident. I'm not over here trying to change my genetics and look like our our Kardashian. I'm just trying to look like the best version of myself. Although I wouldn't mind looking like Kylie Jenner, but that's besides the point as well. So it was time this week for my biannual or my six month Botox appointment. I basically do the same thing every time. I I get a little Botox in my forehead, a little around my eyes, you know, sprinkle a little here and there. So this time, you know, I, I go in. I love my salon. I get it done as per usual and I leave. Didn't really think anything of it. Later on that night, I kind of was feeling like a little bruised, but I put it to the side and thought maybe. I don't know. I'm getting older. Maybe it takes more time to recover. I don't really know. I didn't stress about it. So I went to bed and the next day I looked in the mirror and I was like, what the fuck? You guys, I looked like a dinosaur. (laughs) Everywhere that had been pricked and injected with Botox was like a weird lump. No joke. I looked in the mirror and I looked like some sort of like alien dinosaur thing with lumps all over my forehead, all over the side of my face. It was the most bizarre thing ever. The worst part was that it lasted three days. I had to walk around with a lumpy face and forehead for three whole days, and I had to be on TV. So I had to go to TV looking like a goddamn alien. Well, luckily, by the time that um, I had to be on TV, the swelling had gone down. Thank God. I mean, you'd think that this might teach me a lesson on not, I don't know, not injecting foreign substances into my face, but I'd be lying if I told you that. I love my Botox and I'm never stopping never ever. Also, for those of you who say, you're beautiful the way you are. You don't need Botox. Well, surprise motherfuckers. You don't know what I look like without it. Young mess. 11 years ago, a young Chelsea wrote, men are like plastic wrap, cheap, clingy, and very easy to see through. <gasps> okay, with the man-hating phase, um, I kind of love it. I might need to pull a little inspo from fucking 19-year-old Chelsea. Hey, bitch. It is back to school season baby and we have you covered here at Green with Envy we are hooking you up with 70% off your first week of Eat Right Meal Plans quit bringing that boring packed lunch to school or to work and choose from the conventional meal plan keto meal plan or plant-based meal plans. For those of you who count your macros, they've included them on the side of each and every single meal. Eat Right is available nationwide with overnight delivery, so every single meal stays fresh. Head over to at time two with the number two, that's time to eat right on Insta or Facebook or eatright.life and order your meals today. Don't forget to use code greenwithenvy.com for 70% off your first week of meals.
0: Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but MidiHealth understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes.
1: So, if you guys follow my wrestling career, you know that this past week, I have been in St. Louis, Missouri. I hope I said that, right? I'm Canadian. Give me a little grace. So I have been traveling nonstop this month, and I am in Missouri, so I decided I'm going to bring my meals with me. Why would I not? Packed them up, put a couple of ice packs in, took them to Missouri put them in the mini fridge, and guess what? There is zero excuse for me to go and eat like shit. I'm wrestling nonstop. I need to look good in my little spandex. So, I mean, I'm deep on that eat right meal plan train.
0: You have reached the voicemail
1: box of Hot Messages. I am loving the questions that you guys are asking me. This week was so good. I feel like I say that every week, but um I mean just keep asking me questions that don't have anything to do with work. You know what I mean? Do you need relationship advice? I don't know if I can give it to you, but I'll try. Do you want to know something about me personally? Ask the question. Do you want to know something, you know, about I don't know, an embarrassing moment that you had, like whatever it is, you guys, don't feel free to, don't feel free, <laughs> feel free, don't hesitate to ask. And if you don't want to tweet it, use it using the hashtag hot messages, DM me, slide into my DMs. Andreas asked, is there something that pisses you off about Canada that you're glad is not a thing in the US? I mean, yes, we don't really have, well, I shouldn't say all of Canada doesn't have. Most of Canada does not have Uber. We still use cabs. Tell me that's not like the most archaic thing in the world. Is that even right? Archaic? Like, I don't even know what I'm saying this episode, but tell me that isn't the most caveman shit in the world to not have Uber in 2021. We also hardly have Uber Eats. We have Postmates, we have Uber Eats, but barely anything is on there. It's so bad. It is not at all like America and especially not like Florida. My God, we have everything on there. So that's one thing that I would absolutely change. I wish that we had um, Uber and more of a variety on Uber Eats. you can tell where my head's at. Like I'm always traveling. So I need fucking Uber and I need food. (laughs) Sarah asked, what's the one thing that you hate, but everyone else seems to like. So uh, I've been trying to think about this because this is a hard one and I'm sure that I'm going to come up with better answers when I'm finished recording this episode. But for right now, the only thing I can remember that I used to hate, I mean, Love it now, used to hate it, and I couldn't get on the train. Was Taylor Swift. And I'm sorry, you guys, for all like the Swifties out there, I couldn't stand her. I thought she was so annoying and like a professional victim. However, I now have done a complete 180, love Taylor Swift, love her music, love that she keeps her relationships and like her personal life private. Totally respect that. I was just a hater, don't know why maybe jealousy loved her hair. I'm not really sure. Um, there's probably other shit that I hate, but everyone else loves. Um, but that's really all I can remember for right now. Stevie asked, what's your go to hangover comfort food? That's such a good question. Um, so I'm definitely one, like I eat really healthy throughout the week and I pick one cheat day a week to splurge. So if I know I'm going to drink, I try to put that cheat day the next day. So, you know, I get fucking lit. I get a little loosey goosey and then I wake up the next day and I can order what I love Belgium waffles with extra whipped cream and strawberries on it. Not the fake strawberry shit, real strawberries. Um, you know, fucking turkey sausage links and, and the whole shebang for breakfast. And then I will always, always, always order five guys. I get a little cheeseburger and little fries and a Coke. And this is hard to admit, but I will order a birthday cake. I might not eat the whole thing, but I will order. A whole motherfucking birthday cake. (laughs) Derek asked, what is a Halloween costume that you've always wanted to wear but haven't yet? Okay. I've always wanted to have a partner to be able to do this Halloween costume. Now, for the past four years, I've asked Matt to do this with me and he refuses. So you guys, once you hear this, get on Twitter and force Matt to do this with me. I think he needs to be Austin Powers and I need to be a fembot. And I don't know why he won't do it. I fucking love Austin Powers. I've always been a fan of Austin Powers. Um, Side note, almost named my cat Fat Bastard. Um, Actually did name my cat Fat Bastard until we ran into my grade three teacher and told her that the cat's name was Fat Bastard and my parents had to make us rename the cat. So um, RIP Nelson, formerly known as Fat Bastard big Austin Powers fan over here so everybody go try to make my fiance um, be Austin Powers so I can be a fembot <laughs> anyways you guys do not forget every week I pick new questions so ask your questions on Twitter using the hashtag hot messages before we end this episode I wanted to do a little hot off the mess, although it's not hot off the press, but I wanted to kind of like chit chat about my experience with reality TV. And if for some of you who don't know, I was on Tough Enough. It was a WWE reality show, uh, a competition show that we basically competed for a WWE contract. But then I thought, instead of me just kind of blabbing off about my experience on Tough Enough, which was in 2015, I thought, why don't I wait and I talk about it next week and you guys ask me the questions that you have about reality TV? Because I get asked them. All the time. Um, Tough Enough was my first experience on reality TV. But then, of course, uh, Ms. and Mrs. happened, which I have been on, I think, a few times. And Roads to the Top, which is Cody and Brandy's show. Um, there's, there's obviously I've been around, you know, Total Divas and, and all those kind of shows. So I want to know what you guys want to know. How deep Do you want to get into it? Do you want to? Do you want me to reveal it all? Do you want me to pull the fucking curtain back and tell you every single thing? I'm sure you guys want to hear that reality TV is fake. (laughs) I mean, it's not all fake. (laughs) But let me know what you want to hear. What are the questions you have? Hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at GreenWNVPod and I will spill. All the reality TV show T. I will say um, there are different types of reality TV shows. So we've got obviously things like Tough Enough where it's a little bit scripted reality, but it's also a competition series. So you really can't script a competition. And, there, and then there are things like Roads to the Top and Total Divas, which again, a little bit of scripted reality. Um, but what they do is kind of come up with storylines and then they let them play out. Um, in a very kind of natural way. Um, Ms and Mrs. is a little bit different because they do something called breaking the fourth wall, which is instead of pretending that the cameras aren't there, literally fucking following you every move, they acknowledge that the cameras are there. So when something happens, you look into the camera, like, you know, you're, you're in on the joke with them. You're not just watching them. Outside, in your little bubble. So there's a bunch of different kinds of reality TV, and each one is different. Some people like the fourth wall um, being broken. Some people don't. Um, and you know, some people like the competition challenges. Some some people don't. I with Tough Enough, it was a little bit of everything because you know you're talking to the camera, you're telling them about your experience, but then you're also competing. But then you're also living in a house a lot like Big Brother and being filmed like when you don't think you're being filmed. So it was a very very crazy experience especially for you know a 24 year old who just wanted a fucking WWE contract didn't want to be on reality TV, just wanted to be a wrestler. And I was also the only wrestler in the house. Everybody else was a bikini model or a power lifter or, you know, whatever it was that they did. So yeah, it was a crazy fucking experience, but I definitely think that that is talk for next week. So whatever questions you have, um, Go ahead and ask those on Twitter or on Instagram, and I will answer all your burning questions about reality motherfucking TV. Each week, I will be sending out eight by tens to a few lucky listeners who tweet or DM me showing me their five star review. So, shout out to Hollywood Todd M. I am Mongo1984 and Paul Townsley. You guys, make sure you hit me up on social media. Send me your address. Um, and you guys, don't forget that when you send me your five-star review, it needs to be an actual screenshot of the review from Apple Podcasts. Anyway, you guys, don't forget to subscribe and Catch me every single Monday, bright and early. Lovers, that's it for today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. No mean tweets segment today because sometimes we just need a break from the negativity. But next week, I will read some mean tweets. I will dive into What Titty Wednesday and I will divulge the reality TV. Tea. Make sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter and let us know what you want to hear. You already know nothing is off limits. I love you all. Thank you to the wrestling gods and bless this mess. Dirty
2: dress Started out in her Sunday best Black and tears fall onto her chest But she's okay as yeah, she's just fine I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com. no purchase necessary VTW, avoid or prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus
0: with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere